Robbie, what a weekend you've had. Not only did you commentate Rennes against PSG, you commentated Lyon against Angers on Friday it night. It was a busy weekend for me and a, and a good one. Nice plenty way to start goal, the Plenty weekend. of goals, Robbie. Let's, let, let's hear some of them. Awa still going all the way. And with just 10 minutes on the clock, Olympic Lyonnais are in front. It falls to Dembele. Is this the chance for two? He doesn't need too many chances, does he? Awa with Depay. The chance for three. Leon are enjoying a fine opening half of football here. They lead Angers by three goals to nil. It's a fantastic pass. It's a lovely finish. And things are just getting better for Olympic Lyonnais. Oh, straight through Boutel. And that's five. Depay. Oh, fantastic. Little drop of the shoulder and the pass. And what a moment. For the substitute, Jean Lucas. 6 0. Robbie, what a performance. It was uh, the first game at the uh, Groupama Stadium since Juninho's appointment as sporting director, since Silvino took charge. We, we saw an incredible ovation, an incredible tifo for. For Janinho, who, just in case you don't know, is uh, a club legend, uh, a Brazilian midfielder, not the one who played for Middlesbrough, the one who was absolutely sensational for was it eight or nine years at, at Lyon. He scored 40 free kicks, including a lot 44. of 44. Absolute Direct 44. free kicks in 100 goals for Lyon. Okay. I, yeah. I thought it was 40. Well, you missed four. And some, <laughs> yeah, some extraordinary ones. And Robbie... You know, it's, it's, it's early days for Janino. He's, he's obviously not, not behind all the recruitment this summer and he's, he's, he's finding his feet, as is Silvino. But what a first game, 6-0 against Angers. Fantastic. He didn't score a free kick in this game of the six against Angers. <laughs> um, but I think his presence, certainly there is a great feeling around the club. And I think that's what they needed perhaps more than anything else after the Genesio years which, where the fans just weren't won over. A lot of people commenting after the match saying this was a match that perhaps Leon wouldn't have won last season, given their, their inconsistencies. Certainly, what we saw was a Leon side that took their chances, that, uh, that didn't waste opportunities to score. Uh, Dembele hardly touched a football before, before he got his first goal in, in, on 30 minutes. Um, Usem Awa is playing very, very well. Before. I have to admit, I haven't seen the whole game, but I've seen the goals, I've seen... Some clips from Usamawa. What a performance. It was. And it was interesting. We saw tactically, and perhaps this is a, a we've got a couple of questions I know about what why were Leon so good and what has Silvino done? It's interesting. He's a four man at the four man defense man, and he said we will always play basically with four at the back. And the two fullbacks in this modern era where we just see fullbacks bombing forward all the time, coaches trying to work out systems where they can get their fullbacks as high as possible up the pitch. Silvino asks his fullbacks to stay back as much as possible. They literally have a line of four at the back. Yusuf Kone made one cross in the match that I can remember. It was a very, very nice cross as well. Leo Dubois, who's a very attacking fullback generally, didn't get forward at all. They, re they stay solid at the back, and instead of the fullbacks getting forward, on the right-hand side you have Bertrand Traore, who's an old-fashioned winger, always looking to cut the ball back onto his left foot, but a crosser of the football. And on the other side you have Awa, diving into this space behind Memphis Depay, which opens up Depay to come inside into the middle and use all his talent. But the thing that impressed me the most about them was that 
they took their chances. You have players like Depay and Dembele and Awa who take the chances. They're, they were clinical. And that's, that's the difference. When you have a side that wants to win the league or wants to compete, you have to take your chances. And that's what they did. I thought Awa was um, fantastic in that game. I was watching the Lyon game in particular. I thought the Lyon, uh, the Lyon game and the Barcelona game were happening at the same time on Friday evening. I was watching them both. And obviously, everyone in Barcelona is talking about you know Neymar going back there and stuff. And, and it was blatantly obvious to me that the kind of player that Barcelona were missing was somebody a bit like Usem Alwar, a bit of craft in midfield. And of course, he's been linked with a move there in the past, hasn't he? Along with uh, so many of these young players who come through at Lyon being linked with the big teams in Spain. You do wonder how long Lyon will be able to keep hold of him if he, if he plays like this for the whole season. He Just, was fantastic. Uh, Andy, you're, 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 paid, you're not paid to watch Barcelona. You're paid to watch Liga. Yeah, but you know, it was, uh, it was an evening off, Matt. You know, I'm allowed to do a bit mm, of both, am I not? Equally, I think... You talk about Alwar, but his, he's a good friend of Memphis Depay's off the pitch and on the pitch. That showed the Does two of rap? them were linking. He probably likes rap, probably likes Memphis's rap. Memphis probably likes someone who likes his stuff. <laughs> anyway. This is a team, by the way, that's been shorn of Ferland Mendy, Tongi Ndombele yeah. and Nabil Fekir. Some, some people suggesting, and again, it, it's not to, to, to criticise any of these players at all. They've been phenomenal for Leon. I think all three of them. Um, Fekir's inclusion, he wasn't great last season. And his inclusion kind of makes the 4-3-3 difficult, doesn't it? Because mm. he can't really play out wide um, and you don't play with a number 10 in, in, in that position. Others suggesting that perhaps Thiago Mendes is slightly more, more simple playing style. You know, Tongi Ndombele holds on to mm. the ball perhaps longer than he should sometimes. Um, and Yusuf Kony settling well at, at, at left back. But it, even, it, it just goes to... And to, Luca to, to show that Silvino as well. True, yeah. Sorry, there's another Luca yeah. Tuzar yeah. back starting. David Crossan's favourite player. And, well, he's another simple player. Dave's a very reserved, conservative Englishman who likes those <laughs> players that roll up their sleeves and do the hard work mm. in, in in midfield. He doesn't like by his own stiff ad- upper lip admission. He doesn't like an Argentine playmaker, Dave Crossan. No. But Tuzar is his type of player, and not to everyone's been singing his praises and rightly so. But what his biggest contribution to this side is that he allows the Awas, the Depais, the Dembeles, the, the Traores to, to just do what they want. Mm. He works so hard for them, and that's what you want, someone that sacrifices himself for these more talented players. I think it was interesting that after the game, Memphis Depay was full of praise for the new coaching team. So let's include Juninho in that for the time being, because he's part of the sporting setup. I think when you've got a player like Memphis, who can be so talismanic, but also can probably drag a team down when he's in a bad place. If you get him playing and linking up with someone like Awa, who I mentioned earlier, they get on so well, both on and off the pitch. If you get Memphis playing, your team is going to win games. He can win you big games. And so far, he's done that. I think Janinho has one more thing to do, and that's perhaps just to recommend his barber to Silvino, who's still got a little 2001 Tintin oh, haircut. Janinho looks so... I mean, I'm a Janinho fan. He looks so classy. He does, doesn't he? Those glasses, that beard. The slightly greying hair now and, yeah. the, and, the, and the suit. I mean, nothing... Again, it's not a, not, not a criticism of Bruno Genesio and his slightly like, expanding waistline. But Janinho's fantastic. And um, good luck to, uh, to Genesio in China, by the way. Um, a question from Rodney Marshall at Rodney Marshall one on Twitter. Is anybody capable of rivaling PSG this season or will... They cruise to another title. He goes on to mention that before Lyon's domination, Ligue 1 was so unpredictable, we never knew who was going to be the title winner. So, you know, I'll, I'll rephrase it because we're talking about Lyon. Can Lyon rival PSG? Um, Thursday night, Rodney, I'd have said no. But I think after Friday, you've got to ask yourself some questions. Now, 
Over Sounded like Del Boy there for a minute. Uh, that was the plan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, realistically, PSG have the strength in depth to, to Leon go... Leon did the... beat them last year. The first team to beat them, weren't they? The first uh, in Leon. Yeah, they were. But I, and they you could know, do it in the big games. That's, that's one game, I think, over the 38, when you've got players like Garner Gay, Herrera, who weren't even on the pitch against Rennes, just, you know, as backup, if you like. That's the sort of squad that can, I that think can it, win titles. Yeah. I think it's going to be difficult to rival with them, but we've all got hope now. And let's not forget Nice as well, who haven't made a signing yet, linked with Casper Dolberg uh, nice. this morning. But <laughs> nice have got six points. Yeah, level with Leon, and they've what sold most of their squad. So who yeah, knows what they've being, got in store silly for us. If you're talking about Nice as title contenders, <laughs> I don't think anybody believes that they'd have to have an incredible last well, 10 days in the transfer with, uh, market. Plenty of top-level uh, top <clears> experience. I would like to think that Del Boy listens to Le Bourgeois because he, he, he was always you know, a fan of French style and stuff. Mange 2, Mange 2, Rodney. Andy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> would you agree with Armel? Uh, can I just, uh, before you go, David Ginola is a big fan of Only Fools and Horses, he revealed uh, this weekend on Twitter. Oh, well, so there you go. There's a French link to Only Fools and Horses for next time. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? I, I, think, I don't think there was I, a I question, honestly, Andy. Just go, just start talking. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. a great believer in teams kind of de- evolving and, and developing and getting that spirit. We saw it with Monaco in, in 2017. And I've just got a feeling that this Leon side, having lived through quite a bit of frustration, mm. the shackles could be off and we yeah. could have a really exciting season. I, th- I do think that if anybody is going to challenge PSG, it will be Leon. Um, whether they can do that over the duration of the season, uh, I think obviously it's far too early Ooh, to say. So but it's conservative. Been a, but Come on. No, no, I, th- I, think, I think that I hope that they do. I'm not saying that I hope they win the league. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm completely neutral on that front, but I hope they give them a real challenge. And uh, it's just that, I, I mean, we were talking about Ren before, you know, and you were saying it's a shame that they can't be more ambitious. And it really is a shame because I do feel that the, the top three is open to be to, to, for the taking this season. But I think that Lyon are the one team who, who really can push Paris Saint-Germain all the way. I'm, I'm sitting opposite Andy and he's wearing a T-shirt that says Don't say it. Paris Don't twice say on it. it and Saint-Germain <laughs> twice on it too. So you thought Robbie was bad. Well, Andy's got a PSG It was a free T-shirt. t-shirt. Jeffren Adelaide has come in. Jeffren Adelaide couldn't, or if we're going to say it the French way, Jeffren Adelaide couldn't play um, because there was an agreement with Angers. He's just signed for 25 million plus bonuses. Um, it's it's a lot of money for a guy who's only scored a handful of goals in his career so far, but he is he is he has definitely taken on a new dimension in the last few months, and it's a, it's an exciting one. He, I think he's going to be a real plus. Um, our producer he, our producer Ian Holyman, sorry Rob, is, is wondering whether um, we should worry that Musa Dembele, who's again been linked with a big move, Juventus hovering. We know that Man United, obviously Man United can't sign him now. Um, no chance is there that Leon well, Leon will sell mad to no. let him go. He's striker. Jean-Michel Aulas said come that... Off, who can, I, I, who can I also, play I also, that number nine role? Yeah, and I also think Mo- like that. Moussa Dembele has got um, form for showing that he has something of a career plan, if you like, because he stayed at Celtic for... Um, a certain amount of time before he realised that it was time to move on. I mean, he could have left Celtic. Andy, how did he do against Dundee United? How many how many goals did he score? He didn't get to play against Dundee United because we decided that we didn't want to play in the top division anymore. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> purely our choice. But, uh, you know, he, he spent maybe longer at Celtic than some people might have thought that he, that he maybe should have done. 
He moved on when the time was right, and now you just can't see him. I mean, this would be his first proper full season yeah. at Lyon with a pre-season. He, he'll still be there and this Leon, season. Lyon, no, though, if he gets 20, 25 goals, then we're not talking 70, 80 million. We're talking perhaps even more than that. Yeah. In e- equally, Jean-Michel Olas says a lot of things, but he did say this week that their summer business is now done. These, yeah. pu- these next two weeks, nothing will happen for them. They have Jean-Michel Olas, he's never like, done an about turn or changed his mind <laughs> or, or tweeted something different the next day. 